Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who are, who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. Last week, I went to visit some beehives on a really, really hot day. Here's the recording of that sticky encounter. We're just following the beekeeper to the hives, which is way in like Henley, in Henley. We're driving down a country lane and it's very sunny. Well, calm the bees. Or... The theory is that they think their their house is on fire, so they fill up on honey or nectar, and it makes it much harder for them to sting, and they'll all go down and gorge themselves. That is the theory. Um, I think that's that's what we're taught. Right, I'm going to get my hive tools, so I can open the hive without any problems. So what we're going to do is get our suits on. Yeah, but push, just let me pull this down. Yeah. And the other one. Right. Because they bees don't also like getting trapped in sort of little bits. But I mean, I, I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, if you get stung, it's, it's not like a really bad sting. It's like a quick prick because it's actually through fabric and stuff so it's not really really awful well you might think it's awful but right off we go then so we're going to look at this little hive first which was a swarm that came into my garden about a month ago so when you come to a hive you'll look at the hive and you'll see you know they're busy and you'll see which direction they're all flying off they're all going off that way, so I'll work from this side. So do your bees have names? Or? No, there's too many. So at this time of year, there's about 80,000 in a hive, um, and probably more in this one. because. So this is what you'd call the brood. This is where the queen and the bees, the young bees live. And then they have a this bit of... Um, it's called a queen excluded, so the queen can't get up into here and lay eggs. This is 
because this is a was a swarm it didn't have any food so I, this is a feeder that i've popped on top so i feed them either honey or sugar syrup so i'm going to open this and some bees might fly out okay no oh because it's sort of as if i'm attacking their house Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Who is that? Oh, who, who is that? Get out of my house! Get out! Get 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 out! Yeah, you you yeah. don't belong here. You're a danger to this family. Get out! So, what does the queen look like? Well, she looks like a larger bee, and I hope. So, these are honey bees. So, the only bees that make honey are honey bees. So, I'm going to go through this, and we're going to see if we can find her is called foundation and it's just a bit of wax that you put in and they start building it out. They haven't started, they make wax by, in their wax glands and why? they build it up. So why do they have like holes in them? They have eaten those holes because that's the, where the wire is and they don't really like it. That's making a mess of it. So I have to put a new one in. Let's hope they haven't done that to all of them. Well, so it this- looks like there's a lot of bees on that one. Is heavy. So it's got lots of nectar in there and it's quite heavy you can hold it and you can see how heavy it is that's so heavy it's heavy isn't it so yeah. that is all nectar in there all that shiny all that liquid in there is nectar and they fan it to reduce the water content and then it turns into honey and when it's honey they cap it over and store it and I'll, we'll find some honey in here how do they fan it with their wings because oh, you can so if like you come you yeah like so all of that is the honey that's all capped honey that's all delicious honey and that's where it's not capped there are a lot of bees on that side they're working very hard so that's that's their stores and then as you get further in i'm hopefully going to find the queen and some where's there a big lump on like the end um but the reason is because they need more space so they'll build wild comb which is what this is to make more space i'm actually going to take it off but if you come here in round here there are little tiny eggs in there and lava they're very calm i mean this is really really calm this hive um as it gets bigger and bigger they get less um so white things sort of curled up in there that's oh, yeah. yeah okay yeah. so that's young bees that those that's the lava so that's very good. That means the queen's there and everything's fine. And then this is what I have to do every week. So I get out. So all of this, all of this is young bees. So there's all bees developing in all of this biscuity color. This is honey and this is young bees. And we'll try and find one that's just um, hatching out what I mean where they store so all of this is for them this is their house and everything that's all the honey in this box 
is for them. This is called a brood box. It's where all the brood is. Because first of all, the little antennae come out. Um, are they like really small when they hatch? Uh, they are smaller and they're sort of a bit fluffy. <laughs> and so for two or three days, the other bees feed them. So the bees have, when, when the bees hatch out, they're fed and looked after and they're fed what's called, it's a mixture of nectar and pollen. Mm. Then they have different duties. They start cleaning, so when they clean out the cells, they groom other bees, and then they become foragers, which is when they go out and collect honey, or collect nectar. Where do you like sell the honey? I sell the honey at our local butchers. I sell it at, um, there's a couple of shops in Henley. People come and knock on my door. Um, so wherever any, wherever I can really. So is like the queen be like two times bigger than normal bee? She's longer and she's a different shape. Do they cap it so nobody can eat them all? Uh, they cap it so so they develop so they go from being that little white larva um and once it it fills up the, the cell is full the larva can't get any bigger they cap it over and um 12 days later it comes out as a it goes from egg oh there's the queen what? right here Out of the sun. There. Oh. Can you see her? Yeah. She's the one with like the. The long abdomen. So she's wandering around and she's looking for empty. No. Sorry. She's there. She's laying an egg now. So oh, she backs yeah. into a cell and lays an egg. So she'll come out. So she's got. See, she's a different colour and she's really long. So does the queen always, you know, like drop eggs? She lays eggs in, yes, she's, and there we are, there's another one. So in the summer, she lays 2,000 eggs a day. So is like the queen... There's only one... You, can you get like king bees? No. <laughs> so the only, there are male bees, and I actually haven't seen any yet in this hive. They're always at the ends of the um, brood box and they are bigger and they, they don't sting. Um, and all they do, their only purpose is to mate with the queen. So for me as a beekeeper, it's good that I don't see many drones because it means that they don't want to swarm. Why do you like the bees like hang off like stuck together? Um, sometimes they hang like that because they're, when they make um, wax, they've got little wax glands and they join them all together and they join a chain and then they make, draw all the wax out. So that's probably why they're doing that. They'll do it, if it's really hot, they'll all hang out the front in a chain. Do you always like get queen, the queen bee in like that box? 
they will there will always hopefully be a queen in a colony because if there isn't they won't survive i mean if you want to we'll go up to the shed and get a super and put one on top of here do you want to i don't know i, I don't know how busy you are so we'll just leave this and we'll go up to um we've got to go up to that shed just there they hopefully will because i'm going to put foundation on them which mm. is just like a sheet and they've got to work very hard to make lots and lots of wax to build to so they can put nectar in but we'll look at we'll put that on there and we'll also look at that very big hive and you'll see some honey so this land here is um the people who own the restaurant called just up the road this is where they grow all their vegetables so it's very nice for me to come up come here and have them here and it helps pollinate all this their um stuff so eventually this is a queen excluder So you can carry that. What do you do with a queen excluder? This is to stop the queen going up into the supers, which is where the honey is, and you don't want it to be contaminated with um, eggs. Right. Yes, so I'm going to put this on top, and they'll draw all this out, and then they'll fill it with honey. Um, but that is a lot of work for them, but I think they should be okay, and they, they need some more space. They will be full, that will be full of honey and full of bees. And that hive there behind us is what we call a bait box. So we've just put it there and hoping that a swarm might come in and take up residence. Because it costs hundreds of pounds to get, hunt, to get bees. No, it costs about 300 pounds to buy just five frames of bees. Uh, the, uh, the height of summer about 80,000 and then it goes down to about 20 in the winter um, so we're going to try and find a male bee for you it's called a drone so when it's really hot like this it's I come out here and I am soaking wet <laughs> it's jolly warm weather and war, warm work so what do you normally do all day? This is what I do all day. I've got about 20 hives that I go and look after. Or I... So at 9.30 this morning I was at somewhere looking after some bees. And after this, so... I'll be going off to do some more. So this, we put on like that. And the queen can't come up here. I just have to check she's not on here. No. And then we put this on. Make sure we don't squash any bees. Now, probably when you've gone, I will get some more syrup. And I won't... Um, I won't put any more syrup on it, but I'll just trickle a little bit in here so it makes the bees come up. Because otherwise they'll think, well, I'm not going up there. It's nothing, nothing for me. On goes the lid. And I'll look at that again next week. 
they, they they'll use they'll fan if it's cold hot hot cold you know they can reduce the temperature lower the temperature um, raise the temperature so they're a bit like penguins in the winter so the queen will be in the middle and then they'll eat they'll rotate they'll move from the middle to the outside so they'll it'll always be the same temperature so you could have snow on the ground here and there'd always be a melted you can see where the where the bees are because they might be over here or over here by there'll be a melted pot uh, spot they'll just keep it the same temperature so tomorrow I'm going to take some honey not from this hive but from a different hive um, and spin it off at home and I'll just give you a quick explanation of how I do that how do you do it? right so that super that we've just put on on there it had just foundation it was just wax so they'll build it all out and it'll look like that and then they these are all empty at the moment and that's where they, they'll put all the honey so I'll leave that like that um, making a bit of a mess of this one which I don't really like I don't want it all like that um, and I'll find you some that have got nectar in it that's where they've started drawing out that side. They've just got to finish off there. And then this is one that's full of honey. Actually, that's not very heavy. Let's find you a full, full one. And you see how much, what that weighs. Take that. So in there, there are 10 of those. And so, I mean, this actually isn't even full. Wow. So each, each um, box, actually I don't know what it is in Keelands, um, weighs, so you get about 20 pounds of honey plus the box. Oh. And that's heavy when you're lifting it up quite high. Right, here, let's find one. So that's... are there about like um, so thousands of bees and like that? Uh, yes, there's probably only about probably 20 in there probably not even 20 but this will be full do you want to see if you can lift that mm, yeah okay. but you you want to go that side go there because it's got lifts there now you see if you can lift that no they're heavy so i'm going to put this back together again that actually might be it yeah, that's it. and that's that one. Amazing. And there's three more over there that I've got to do. Well, do you like the job? Or do it? Really do love it. I do love it. So when I do my bees, I go into a complete daze and all I'm doing is thinking about is my bees, not my washing or shopping or anything else. So I go into a trance and I peacefully go through them and yes, I love it. I would spend all my time doing bees if given the opportunity, but the rest of life gets in the way sometimes. Well, especially when it's a lovely day and everything's going according to plan. Do they make more honey in summer or not? Yes, so they only will make um, honey in the summer because what they do is they're collecting nectar and pollen from plants, from flowers, 
and there aren't any of those flowers around in the winter. So come um, September, that's the end of it. Whatever, whatever honey is, I leave whatever, after September they just have whatever honey is left on there and that's their food for the winter. Um, and you have to make sure you leave enough food for them, otherwise they die. Breathe, don't die me now! Come on! Two, someone help me, please! Because they can't, there's nothing for them to eat. So whatever food there is in that, that hive, that's all they're going to have for the winter. Oh, nice and moist and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, that's beekeeping for you. <laughs> I've got a great big paddling pool at home, and then I just go yeah, and get in it sometimes yeah. with completely closed. <laughs> day two, the next day. What are you doing today? What am I doing today? Today, I'm extracting honey. What is extracting honey? Extracting honey is when I take the honey off the hives and take it out of the supers, ready to go into jars. What happens to the honey after this? It will go into honey buckets and then eventually I will put it into jars and then I'll sell it in shops or to friends. Um, that's it. How did you get into beekeeping? My sister is a beekeeper down in Southampton and I thought it seemed like quite a nice thing to do. So I went on a course at the Berkshire College of Agriculture and thought, I just can't do this. It's too difficult. It takes too much time. And then Marcus, my husband, bought me a beehive, which I just left in a box. and I, There were no bees in it and I didn't want to do it. And then the man who taught me died and gave me some bees, or left me some bees. So I had to do it. And I've loved it ever since. <laughs> um, but the other thing was that I, um, when I started beekeeping, a very kind, very old beekeeper took me under his wing. So I would go, uh, go out with him, just follow him about. And that's really how I learned about beekeeping. And he's still around, he's 96 now and still very knowledgeable, but can't do beekeeping because it's very, very physically hard work. Very heavy work. Like the supers, where they're very heavy? They're very heavy. They weigh about 35 pounds. I don't know what that is in kilos, but you can work that one out. <laughs> and like the actual like box that you put on top of the beehive? Yes. Like you did yesterday? One of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we call a super, a honey super. What if you want to go on holiday? I won't go on holiday in the summer for more than a week. So beekeeping is from about March, April to September. And every week you need to go, every nine days you need to go and have a look at your bees. So I just don't go on holiday in the summer. And I love being around here in the summer. Moments later. So these have been spun off. So you've just filled what that just 
try and see that's quite light, isn't it? Very light. So those ones have been spun. So I'm putting them back in here. This takes hours and hours. And this one's been done. So that could be the same as the last one. And then all of these have got to be spun. So these are what you saw yesterday piled up on that. So those are the supers. So it's quite heavy. Let's find a good one. Yeah, so that's a, uh, you know what it felt like, don't you? So what I do is I take off the wax using either a knife or very quickly a hot air blower. And I'll put it in here. You can look in there. It's an uh, extractor. Put them in like that. And put the lid on. Shut the tap, otherwise we get honey everywhere. And then turn it on. Moments later. comes from abroad, from China and from Eastern Europe, and quite a lot of it will be adulterated with, with sugar syrup. So that's why it's cheap. Hmm. We have your honey because it's the most yummiest. Good. Well, I think it's wonderful stuff. I'm very proud of my honey. Thank you for being my guest. A pleasure. My pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> So you can see everything I saw that day and see the honey being spun when the Gwen Gets to Work YouTube channel. Just search Gwen Gets to Work on YouTube or click the link in the episode notes. It's really good. In next week's episode we will hear from an epic Everest conquering adventurer. She has climbed some of the world's most tallest mountains. It should be a pretty thrilling chat. So smash that subscribe button and tune in next Monday.